Hi, my name is Tara Kachaturoff, and I'm the host of Michigan Entrepreneur, where we feature businesses from startup to stellar. Today, I have as my special guests, co-founders of Meet the Crunch. We have Josie Reich and Julie Herman. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Hi, thanks Well, I'm for really excited you. to have you both on here today to talk about your uh, company, um, Meet the Crunch. But before we get started, why don't you uh, tell me a little bit about yourself? We'll, we'll start with Josie. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, I count myself as a serial entrepreneur, but I'm pretty sure this is it. So we've done a lot of different stuff um, in, our, in my life, uh, mainly around events and things like that. I'm married, I have two girls, love my family. All right, <laughs> yeah. love that, jo Josie. And Julie, tell me a little bit about yourself. I am a caterer. We've been catering for 29 years and um, before that, I have a degree in fashion, but I really liked catering much more, so I switched. And so we've been catering for that long, and this is where our salami chip came from. All right, yeah. So, um, so today we're going to be talking about your company, Meet the Crunch, and your salami chips. Correct. Um, but before we even get to that point, um, where did you first to meet? It's always interesting to see where co-founders meet. <laughs> so we met um, through a mutual friend. Through a mutual friend, landscaping. It was in 1985, nine. maybe nine. Oh. And then you started the catering business. Um, no, the no. Cater no, we we the catering business was uh, an established business, and Julie had bought that business. And I was working in the event business somewhere else, and she came to get me. And we've had an interesting 29 years together. <laughs> uh, so it's been back and forth, some tumultuous, some, you know, like marriages. Some are great, some years are great, and some are not. Right. <laughs> well, that's good to know. So, mm -hmm. so you have an actual product company, a food product company, and uh, we have them on from time to time. Uh, it's, it's fun to have them. So, how did the idea, these are, um, Meet the Crunch, the, these are salami chips, so you've created salami chips. What was the inspiration to create a product like this? It is our most popular past hors d'oeuvre in catering. Oh, it's an hors d'oeuvre. That's how it started. That's how it okay. started, yes. Um, for the last 10 or 15 years, it's been very popular because protein is your friend now, carbohydrates are your enemy now. So people, you know, go through different phases. Uh, when we first started catering, pasta was your friend. Oh yeah, pasta's <laughs> not my friend anymore. Oh, is it? Oh, it's no. It's, it's very rare that oh. people want so it. So most people are protein-based. Try not to do carbohydrates. Really, and okay. that's where, and that's one of the reasons this is so popular. Right, and then when we started, we had talked about bringing this to market. And we had two and a half years of not very much catering because of COVID. So we did all the work we needed to do to get USDA compliance. We designed our bags. We went back and forth, you know, trying different kinds of salami and trying different names so of our business. This is what it looks like salami <laughs> chips. This is how yes. it's sold right now. Yes. Correct. And um, they're pretty gigantic. 
<laughs> well, they're, they're a big piece of salami, so, and it... That's a giant piece of salami. Yeah. <laughs> so, as Julie was saying before, what we do with it is in our catering business, we would make it and serve it as an appetizer. So that would be used... So this was an appetizer, yeah, wow. Yeah, it would be used yes. as a cracker base sort of thing. So we would put wheat, we create a jam, apricot mustard mixture, and then we put a manchego cheese on top. The flavors are tremendous together. So it is, yes, a great product as a standalone, but it's awesome as part of your charcuterie boards, as part with jams, cheeses, and mustards, crunched up on salads on top of eggs. We suggest you use it as part of your already, what you're already doing, add it to your food, add it to your mac and cheese, add it to your salad. I hope this isn't loud in the mic, sorry, but it, those are good. Thank it you. It tastes like eating kind of a, I don't know, a pizza or a sandwich. All so those it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's like everything. Yeah, so we do <laughs> wow. a lot of taste testing. So mm -hmm. we've created a product that nobody knows about. We've created something that the USDA didn't understand. So when we say salami chips, nobody understands it's like a potato chip, but it's all protein. Zero carbs, gluten-free, and sugar-free. You developed this during the COVID time, and how did, what's the process of going to get approval for food? I mean, how do you do this? We had to take a class to get certified in something called HACCP, which is um, to be clean in the kitchen and to oh. make sure everything was set up correctly. Um, it was the last class Right, oh, before, right COVID. before COVID, it closed really? at right. Wayne State University. Right. I mean, the week before. Right. Yeah, it was. We right. had. We didn't even know it was coming, but it was. It worked out perfectly because we passed it, and then we could do all the other <laughs> things <laughs> that, that we had to do. It's, it's an extremely complex undertaking. Um, it's not for the fair at heart. <laughs> you, it, like anything, you have to be extremely persistent, right? Did you have to send in feed samples somewhere and Everywhere. stuff like that? Oh, uh -huh. really? We yeah. still do. That's part of the USDA. Oh, really? It's I didn't a good know that. thing. I mean, I'm I mean, yeah. I mean, that's. I didn't it, even know that. Yeah. So you have to send the in USDA like, business from lots every time we do production. Really? Yes. They come every time. They make sure that we are following the plan that we laid out for ourselves. Oh. And so, you know, some people are afraid of the USDA. We like the USDA. We're happy they're here. They help us. So what do they do? Eat food all day over there and test everybody's food? No, 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 no. they're just, you know, the HACCP plan mm -hmm. is a plan that you design for yourself mm -hmm. and, and, and they, it has to be approved by the USDA. And our job is to follow the plan that we laid out for ourselves. The USDA comes so they make sure we are following the plan that we laid out for ourselves and following the rules and making wow. sure our product is cold and we're doing exactly mm -hmm. what we're supposed to do to keep everybody healthy. So where do you produce this at? Um, do you have a kitchen down in? We have a production kitchen a in Oak Park. In Oak Park, okay. Mm -hmm. And are you actually involved in the day-to-day -day making it? Yes. You are, so you're really hands-on. Yes. So there's small batches, mm -hmm. you know, so that's where we are right now. Um, there are, you know, artisan small batches. So we, um, we do a lot of shows. So this weekend we're going to be at the golf show. And so we produce for what we need and for the stores that we need. We don't have a lot of supplies sitting around. Our stuff is fresh. 
you know, so we're making it, we're getting it out, we are selling it. I was looking at Kroger the other day when I was there, you know, they have an end cap where they have all the Michigan made stuff and I was looking to see if your product was there because other people in the past on the show, have, we've seen their products there, mm -hmm. but you really, I'd try to get into like the Birmingham Kroger down here and see if you can get a little space. I don't know how hard that is, I'm sure it's, it's hard. It's not about, it's about the fact that, you know, because we, we're, we're a fairly expensive item, you know, so we might not belong at every, at every local grocery store. What does it retail for? For $10 per bag. $10 a bag? Per mm -hmm. bag. So okay, each bag is- Okay, that's an expensive is, car lunch. <laughs> well, it's actually not. It's right. It isn't nowadays. No, it is it's not. $10 <laughs> for $10 20 grams of protein. You are going There's nowhere 20 else. 20 grams of protein. 20 okay. grams right. of protein. You're not getting 20 grams of protein for under $10. Or ten dollars, and it there. will make you full. Where a bag right. that size of potato chips, or a bag any size of potato chips, will never make you full. That would make me sick. sick. Right, right. I so there, there's chips. that. There's that <laughs> different. Right, right. So, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. So we're, you know, you'll find us more at your corner markets, your specialty stores, your wine stores, Joe's your cheese maybe. store. Um, not yet at Joe's, but we're, you know, at um, Woodward Corner Market. Oh, Woodward, okay. Yeah. Long yeah. Lake Market. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. So we're at those type of stores. Where are you, where are you, uh, where are you in the, are you in the chip aisle? Where are they putting you? Where are they placing um, you? By the cheeses, usually. Oh, by the cheeses. And the, okay. and the, and, and the charcuterie okay. area. Mm -hmm. Because that's, that's really where we fall. Yeah. yeah. And, okay. and that's, you know, charcuterie is expensive and we're taking a piece of, of, of a product that's already ready to eat and we're refinishing it again. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're taking something ready to market yeah. and we're doing something else to it. So it, that's where our price point comes from. You know, what I like about it is like you could buy that and, and serve it, you know, at your home and it looks really elegant yes. mm -hmm. for, you know what I mean? Like right. nobody's going to make that. That'd be impossible. Right, so, right. I mean, that, that, I mean, out of the bag, I mean, that's... People have, love it because they have variations of what they've been doing for years. So when we do these shows, people say, yeah, I do this. I put it in the microwave and I microwave it for a minute and, you know, and I'm it's like, oh be my tough. God, all that grease. <laughs> right. It's like smashing into the, you know. So when we uh, do it because yeah. the, when, you know, that half the fat falls off. Because you're lifting it out. So you deep, are you deep We're flash frying, frying it. You're flash frying it. Yep. And when that happens, half the fat falls out. Uh -huh. If you deep fry a turkey, yeah. it has less fat in it than if you roast it. Because when you deep fry it, you're lifting it out of the oil. And when you roast it, it's sitting in it. Oh. Right. Okay. It's very interesting. And thus Same the concept. USDA was like, what's the concept? We only know about adding grease. We right. don't know about taking <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> oh, wow. When we got the nutritional study right. back, we did a we very like, long yeah. happy dance. <laughs> we couldn't believe it. We thought it was going to be, you know, millions of calories and we were pretty shocked. Yeah. So it was cool. So you spent, send this stuff to a special lab to do the nutritional study? Yes. Mm -hmm. Is some of this done through Michigan State or is yes. it is? Okay, so there, because I was wondering if you would took the class at Michigan State, but you did not. That was at Wayne we State. We took the HACCP course, which is just a universal sort of USDA mm -hmm. certification. Mm -hmm. And then through Michigan State, we had them help us write the HACCP 
plan. And I that see. was the plan that I, I was see. telling you about mm -hmm. that we designed, mm -hmm. that we have to follow exactly. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, Michigan State did help us with that portion. And do you have any special certifications that go along with this that you have to maintain or as part Our of? Or HACCP certification. Okay. Yeah. It's a HACCP certification. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Um, so really there's not a whole lot of a recipe to this except for the input, which is the salami. Where are you sourcing that from? Do you have a special, or is that the secret? Is that the secret <laughs> That is one place? of our secrets. It's one of your secrets. Is it a Michigan-based company? Well, we are oh, a Michigan-based company, but uh -oh, our salami but is, is sourced out, out from, from somewhere different. We would like it to be. Um, we've tried mm -hmm. to make it that way. Mm -hmm. That is our goal. <laughs> our goal is to come up, we've got the original, as mm -hmm. you see here, but our goal is flavors and different sort of, you know, other sort of, meat crunch. So it's not just going to be salami. Eventually, it's going to be other meat so we can make those crunchy as well. Thus, meet the crunch. We'll get the, the other meats in a minute, but <laughs> the salami thing, which I know is sourced somewhere else, mm -hmm. um, do you have to speak Italian to get it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a big, how big is the salami before it's fried? It's three. Yeah. It's pretty big. Yeah, right? yeah. Three, yeah, about three. In, in and diameter. you're literally doing this in your kitchen. You're slicing this stuff and you're putting it in the thing, flash frying it, lifting it out, going through some process. Correct. And, and, we, and so our packages are um, flushed with nitrogen to keep them fresh and to keep them um, uh, stable. Thank you. Shelf stable, that was the word I was Do you do that for. also in your kitchen? Yes. Is all this done there? Yeah. Everything wow. is yeah. done there. Wow. We are do-it-yourselfers. <laughs> we are never going to hire anybody unless we, if we have to pay somebody, our goal is to hire people. Yes. <laughs> but right now, we're so busy so trying to just... literally the two of you are doing this mm. business? We have two other partners. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're behind the scenes. Okay. <laughs> the boys. The boys. All right. Because so, I was like, this is a lot of work. Yeah. Just yeah. have two of you. Um, yeah. We have, we have, we have so two how often are you doing production runs? Do you do them weekly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes oh, a few oh. times a week. It, it depends on where we are. It depends on how many shows we're doing mm -hmm. um, and what, what's coming up. Like I said, because we do and them in small batches. We, we do not have a warehouse sitting right. around filled with these things. Yeah. Because our, our goal is to keep them fresh. We have a six-month <laughs> shelf life on them now. Um, they really could be a lot longer. We're choosing not to do that right now. Make it a consumable yeah. product. Yeah. Um, so how are you... Um, Oh, the other meats that you're thinking about? Can you mention those, or is that not mentionable right now? Well, they're really, really some of them we can mention. I mean, some might be a pepperoni. You know, it depends on, on how everything comes out. Every meat, every charcuterie meat mm -hmm. is not the same. Correct. So because we, of the fat, right? Because, there's, fat. because, because of, of whatever reasons that there are, we would really like to do, this one has uh, pork and beef. We'd like to do a full beef one, but somehow we haven't found the right recipe to make it work out. So and it's kind of a lot of trial and error. And you experiment a lot with this to get the right thickness oh. because you can't have it falling apart. Not only that, we had to experiment with the kind of salami, okay. the, uh, the, um, the length of it being cooked. Mm -hmm. There was, yeah, it took a lot more. Did you keep more. like a big master, like, 
we had it written down thing. this equals this equals this yeah. right right mm -hmm. we and we originally actually this is not the original original one that we started with we really tried to do um Genoa. well no 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 it was oh come on what's the word uh <laughs> <laughs> not uh, uh without nitrates that's the word oh yes um we really tried to do without nitrates that Does was our first go around there are nitrates in here okay. um and we tried first to do it with a nitrate free it it wasn't the product didn't last the product what you know we faster. went out with it we shouldn't have we revamped. I mean, there's so, so much. So nitrates to are it. they're for helping preserve, right? Yes. Preservatives yes. to keep right. it from spoiling. And also, we did some background on nitrates, mm -hmm. and we learned that salami builds its own anyway, regardless. Celery. Of when you put in celery powder, mm -hmm. every every salami has nitrates. Some are natural nitrates, and some mm -hmm. are put in, you know, not natural nitrates. Didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Every salami has like a celery powder that does create a natural nitrate. Even if you know, even if they say no nitrates, there is there natural ni nitrate in there. Didn't I did not know that celery powder? So knew, many right? things we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so many things we know now. It, yeah, like three years later, right? <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. what, what's been one of the biggest challenges that you've faced um, with this type of company, building this company? And I'm not talking the personality thing here. <laughs> no, but I'm no, just what's it you know, failing. And then coming back from it, mm -hmm. it's it's hard. I mean, sometimes we make mistakes, and um, you think you're going to give it up, and <laughs> you just don't give it up. I think our biggest challenge is creating a product that nobody knows about and getting it out. <laughs> right. Okay, people are like, "Ooh, what's that?" Like the faces people make in every crowd. There's a group of people that come up and one person has to be the guinea pig. Right. If that one person is still standing after they've eaten it, then the rest of them come on in. I had so, to process this mentally when, when uh, your, your marketing um, executive was telling me about the company and I was like, it doesn't compute, <laughs> right? Salami right? chip, I don't get it. Right, like, nobody knows what they are. Yeah, right. It was, it was hard for me to understand that and then I, I wasn't quite sure what that meant. Right. We have to explain it to, yeah. To, yeah. to many, many people. How are you getting the word out about this? Explaining it to many, many people. <laughs> what, going what's to the shows. What's the, it shows. Shows. How? And we've, we're in stores, too. Mm -hmm. um, and we do tastings in stores mm -hmm. as well because nobody knows what this it, is. You know what? It's not an easy like, task. Get into, well, I mean, since it's the catering thing, uh, you know, perhaps you can get into one of the, you know, get in with some of the other caterers and um, see if you can present this through them. Mm -hmm. And that will be, you know, kind of like the it. Tupperware, but with the salami mm -hmm. chips, get mm -hmm. them to be your entree to other folks. Mm -hmm. you That's know? interesting. We came up with a lot of different avenues yesterday as well. Um, one of them was golf courses. Have them for sure. The, you can we're put going to this sure. right. So we're going to this <laughs> golf show, which yeah. you know um, we we feel that might be the right crowd for us. It's the right crowd, right? It's the and right to crowd. get into the golf place, we you know we we into hotel gift, you know, because it's a different Park product. Place, right. Yeah. Um, right. Down They're little right. Yeah. It's a unique it's sure. product it is. that belongs in very fairly unique situations. Right. Mm -hmm. 
right? Concert venues, right? Airport. Where people want to try Goody different things. Goodie bags at the Emmys. Yeah, goodie bags at <laughs> goodie the bags Emmys. And the Who Oscars. Who do we talk to? And the Oscars. No, I'm serious, really. Right. I mean, those would be like, um, also, um, <clears throat> take a look at, um, gosh, I can't think of it, Haro, when they are looking for gifts, uh, help funny. a reporter out. Oh, they yeah. have, on the Wednesday, they're always looking for people who will supply things to high-end goodie bags, mm. um, as long as you can give them like 50 to 100 pieces. Uh, check it out, uh, or email me, or okay. have your rep yeah, email you. me, and I okay. will tell you how to get on that list, because you want to get on that list, because okay. that can get you in a goodie bag at a, at a, a nice event. Okay. And they're, they're, they're national. They're not local. Oh, They're oh, not going to be in Ooh, Michigan. Well like they're going to be like in LA, or they're going to be in New York, or they're going to be in maybe Miami. It just depends on who's looking for what, but they're usually looking for high-end products. Perfect. Okay. 50 to 100 mm -hmm. that you can ship. Mm -hmm. um, so. Uh, What's your, what's the, what is this, uh, you might not want to answer this question, it's okay, but what does it cost you to produce this? And if you don't want to say, don't worry about it, because I don't want you to, all right. I don't really want to. We'll skip yeah. that, all right? <laughs> yeah, right, well, you know, it's so difficult. There's a, there's high cost to it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the packaging alone, this right. is not cheap we're, packaging. We're, no, it is we're, not. Very expensive, yeah. It's, the more, than, it's more than half, yeah. right, of, of what we're charging, right? And, and, and what happens is, is that's a retail price. We have to remember that when you're selling, you, you got to back your right. price you out. I've got a wholesale cost, right. I've got a distributor cost, right. and the distributor cost we're making, uh, you know? So you gotta do a high volume in order to be with the distributors, and you have to price your product so you can sell to distributors. So. It's very complex. So yeah. how we do it now, we're making the most money. Mm -hmm. and, and so therefore we can keep reinventing. We can keep going back until we get picked up by those distributors right. where we have to do volume in order to make money. Right. Right now. So are you getting, right now, are you using, you're not, you don't have a distributor necessarily, do you? Because you're just, you're, we're doing the distributor. We're doing that. We're in the midst of talking to people who distribute not, not, not to Kroger sort of, right. you know, but to those smaller specialty stores. Right, right. Which right. is a whole different Which world. is a whole different, right. different yeah. sort of. Yeah. And we're learning. Yeah. We keep doing that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps you young. Right, you young. right, right, right. All right, and we did, we did, uh, we did talk about some upcoming product releases. You're going to be trying some new meat products and and things like that. Um, so, uh, do, what else do you see? Your where else do you see innovation in your company? Just real quick, like, do you see besides the other meats? Do you see anything like changing what you're doing in the kitchen, changing materials that you're using, or inputs, or uh, what do you see? As we grow, we'll hopefully need an assembly line. Kind of like a real assembly line, <laughs> not just us. <laughs> not assembly. just us moving <laughs> down not the line. Not the Lucy and the Ethel thing, right? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think about that mentions. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're, we've we've envisioned um, sauces, right? That we've we're actually starting about to it. yesterday, oh, like that. Right. We've oh, got jams, barbecues, mustards, barbecue. And, right. So we've got some things in the works like that to because. These are great, like I said, alone, but paired that it's an incredible flavor. And it's, we put them on Bloody Mary bars in catering. 
It's also actually delicious dipped in chocolate. So we kind of at the end of our time, I wish we had more time to talk about this, but I would love to know from each one of you, um, because of uh, what you've been through with each other for many, many years, um, almost three decades. Wow. It's so more impressive. More of our lives than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more of your lives than that. What, what would be, um, real quick, your advice to entrepreneurs, having been through what you're, you've been through, and what would be one piece of advice? Keep going. Keep going. There's so many roadblocks. <laughs> <laughs> There's a million roadblocks. There's more roadblocks than pathways. But you'll find the pathways if you keep going. Well, I love your attitude. How about you, Julie? What's right. your advice? Don't give up is what I was. You're going to make many, many, many mistakes because if you've never done, I mean, we've been doing, we haven't made the food mistake, but the packaging mistake and, you know, all these other things. Give yourself some credit. Google is your friend. And... <laughs> Keep moving forward and stop, you know, it's, it's hard. There's low days, but it gets better every time. All right. And there's quite a few books to read on entrepreneurs that, that really helped us because we thought that we were the only stupid ones. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you aren't, and I'm so glad you both met. Um, again, co-founders of Meet the Crunch, Josie Reich and Julie Herman. Thank you so much for being Thank a guest you. today Thank on the program. Thank you for having us. It was fun. Appreciate it. Absolutely. If you'd like more information about our program, please visit us at www.michigananentrepreneurtv.com. Please join me again in the future when I interview another enterprising entrepreneur. Until then, wishing you the best of business.